Poebs, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me as always is the wonderful, the beautiful, the perfect, the really friendly, wow. Will, our novice. Oh my goodness. How are you today, what? Will? I'm alright, what have you been smoking? That was a hell of an introduction. Um, I, I yeah, just thought you, like, you know, just let you, let you know that you're appreciated, and like that it's all gonna be, it's all gonna be good, it's all okay. It's all, it's all you're doing be a great okay. job. Oh, thanks. You know, I really needed that today. Um, have you seen that Family Guy episode where Peter keeps <laughs> mugging off uh, Joe? And he's just like, hey, Joe, you're great. And he's like, oh, thanks, Peter. I, I really needed that today. And he's like, nah, I'm just kidding you shit. And he's like, oh, right. Well, that sucks. And he, just keep, he just keeps going backwards and forwards with that. Um, yeah, I'm glad they didn't turn into that. That that well, I was I was worried, but it, it seems like it's it's all okay here. Um, okay, thank you guys for coming along to the podcast. We talk about anime here. We Sam gives us an episode. He's the resident weeb, and uh, I, as the resident noob, come at it from a complete novice point of view. And we talk about the first three episodes of a new show. Um, sometimes we discuss movies. Sometimes we discuss other random things. Sometimes we discuss who is the Nicolas Cage of the twenty first century. We who knows what's still topic unconfirmed. Of- Still unconfirmed. Um, who knows what we're going to get onto? And we put them to the test to see whether we can show these to a novice, a noob, and hook them on anime. It's our mission, our goal in life to get as many weebs as possible, which is weird because um, I wasn't a weeb and still aren't a weeb, really. Um, I've just j- jumped onto this bandwagon uh, to, to because I wanted a cause. I wanted to fight for something. And lo and behold, fight we've... for your right to have weird Asian cartoons. <laughs> yeah exactly and that's uh, that's the hill you chose to die on for some reason you could have learned to skill i could i could have learned to i thought you were gonna say i could, could have, have spoken another language I, I, I could have learned, learned to, to ski. ski i could have you could have kept going with your golf I, oh, yeah yeah i, I really <laughs> want to get back into my golf anyway this week we are watching um oh interesting pronunciation um uh i'm yeah. gonna go with cavanari calamari did you Cap- say cavanari <laughs> No, Cabaneri. Oh, like the Canary. Uh, Cabaneri of the Iron Fortress. Um, yes. Is that, uh, yeah, okay, Sam, tell us, why would anyone want to watch Cabaneri of the Iron Fortress? Well, if you like zombie movies, Will, then this could not be better suited for you. If you like suited. steampunk, if you like, uh, yeah, suited, suited for people. Suited. suited. <laughs> why, are you putting, why are you putting so much emphasis on you? <laughs> That's how I speak, goddammit. I'm sure it's like, it's got a U in it, so pronounce the U, right? Fuck off. Like, that's, <laughs> it's the English language. When does that rule apply? Oh, it's got this letter in it, so pronounce it. You dumb True. 90% of the English language is common exception words, so. Yeah. 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 Sorry, go on. Anyway, um, if you like zombies, this might be suited for you. <laughs> thank you. Um... It's got a steampunk vibe set in 17th century industrial revolution Japan with lots of interesting, horror-y, more maybe shock value going into it than your typical uh, more shonen-y anime. It's got really quite nice production values from the guys over at Wit Studio and has a soundtrack from the legendary Sawano himself. So if any of those sound like they might be up your street or suited to your tastes, then maybe you can give Cabaneri of the Iron Fortress a chance. 
Okay, I need to. Oh, I need to ask you some questions about the things you've just said. Um, okay. So, Wit Studios. What do I know them from? Attack on Titan season one through three, uh, part two. They also sense. did Vinland Saga, mm-hmm. and they've done a bunch of other anime original uh, stuff like Vivi, the Fluorite Eyes, and Ranking of Kings. That's going on this season. Cool. And the music, the the musician. What did they have? They done anything that I don't know. Yep, again, they did Attack on Titan. They did the yep. soundtrack okay. for the first few seasons and is uh, supervising the soundtrack for the final season. He also did a lot of music for Gundam. He did some for, not that you've seen any Gundam just yet, but he did the music for Hathaway and for Narrative and Gundam Unicorn as well. I've, al- I've always said Anne Hathaway deserves her own soundtrack. Um, she really I'm glad, does. I'm glad that she's got that. She's a um, fantastic actress. She is. Um, Underrated uh, in uh, Les Mis. I, I still haven't seen Les Mis. Really? Yeah. It's, and it's, I'm Javert. Yeah, Russell like, Crowe trying to sing is a fucking delight. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those ones that I, that has just slipped me by. Um, okay, so uh, what was my next question? Oh, yeah. So two massive similarities to Attack on Titan and uh, some of my uh-huh. notes. Oh, let's get into talking about the show. Let's get in. We'll roll the... We, we have a little transition thing, don't we? So We have in. a little transition here. You've learned uh, this week. I'm uh, glad. Uh, let's roll I'll it. Now. I'll carry on my sentence. Okay, so as I was saying, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, well, you were the so similar- rudely interrupted Sorry, by the, the, the that, transition. That, tra- that transition for everyone listening is like five seconds. For us, it's like three hours. We've been off air for three hours just doing stuff. Yeah, um, when <laughs> had dinner. It's great. <laughs> yeah, let, 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 let's let's portray let's push that myth i think that's a really funny myth um (laughs) anyway so the similarities between attack on titan and this show um let's talk about that first i think that's i think that's a good sort of place to start so same studio same yep music composer is is, is, i mean the story itself like there's a lot of similarities in this world and the stories. I was wondering, is there is there is there a crossover with the writing, with the with the core material, or is it just coincidental? As far as I'm aware, the concept of the show is original to the to anime. It's an anime original. Oh wow! Yeah, because the anime came first in 2016, and then they had a manga adaptation which adapted the anime. I think in full. And then there was a sequel movie that came later down the line. Right. Okay. And it was written by... Da, 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 the rumbling, 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 it's coming. Okay, so it was written by the same guy who wrote Code Geass. Ooh, okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. And yeah, then that it was directed by the same guy who directed High School of the Dead, Death Note, Attack on Titan. So it's the same director. <laughs> That I mean, yeah. There's there's massive vibes. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, losing my train of thought. I'm just I'm just gushing at. I, I don't know. It's it's clearly it's probably obvious to a lot of people who've seen this show. Um, but I'm I'm quite uh pleased that 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 that's that's there's there's some there's some substance to that because there was there was the yeah. feeling going through. You've got you've got you've got this wall around a city that yeah. is being broken through by humans that have been turned into some sort of deadly weapon and mm-hmm. their goal seems to be to kill humans um and attack them in and to be honest you remember you remember the uh, intro to season 3 of Attack on Titan 
where it's got the orange pulsing bits in there in the all the beasts chest. Oh, oh yo, yeah, when it's them <laughs> running and the hearts are all glowing. Oh wow. Yeah, similarities. The dude really made an OP and was like, I what if I could take this concept and make an entire show out of it? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, less whales. <laughs> but less whales. Yeah, we still haven't seen any whales. Where are the whales in Attack on Titan? <laughs> Wait for the whale titan to finally emerge. <laughs> then you'll yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of expecting it. Like, um, I, I haven't caught up either, so no spoilers for this oh, last dude. week's episode. Um, so much is going on. But anyway, <laughs> um, with, with Cabaneri, could you maybe just give us a bit of an overview more so? There's all these similarities to Titan in terms of the production staff and even some of the settings. Could you go a bit more into what the setting's like and what happens in these first three episodes for people who yeah. maybe haven't watched it yet? Yeah, good good segue because we haven't actually talked about that yet. We're jumping around. Um, okay, so this world seems to be filled with zombies. Like you said, it's a bit steampunky. It's a bit, it's it's post apocalyptic, not post post apocalyptic. Um, God damn it! <laughs> um, I'll find and, one. I will. <laughs> and the, um, the we we center around this character Ikoma or Ikoma or Ikoma, Ikoma. yeah, Ikoma, um, who is this? Uh, angry filled, uh, few angry character who uh, is it? What does he do? He, he works on cleaning stuff. He's a stuff. he's an engineer. He's part of the oh, cleaning an team, and he's a steam engineer. Yeah, he's a steam engineer, and he hates these zombies because in this world, there's loads of these sort of zombified. They're not they're not traditional zombies, but they're sort of zombie esque mm. characters that have glowing chests and innards that seep through to the outside they're very scary very freaky they mm-hmm. if, if you want a um mainstream media to compare it to it's iron man 3 um it's the the guys oh, they're the extremists <laughs> yeah it's the it's the iron man 3 oh. the bad guys with the with the explosive chests they look a bit like them um but they're but a bit more mindless <laughs> a bit more mindless yes and they are everywhere they are sort of they they spread very quickly through biting like a zombie. I guess that's the zombie similarity. And um, we're in a mm. world where humanity is sort of on the brink of destruction. There's some cities left all around and there's these massive trains that travel to them to transport resources, I'm assuming. And uh, we don't really yeah. get much resources and soldiers what... and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the time they have to go through these cities that are overrun completely with these, mm-hmm. what are we call them, cab. Cabinet, cab, cabine? The cabane. The cabane. The cabane. Um, Another zombie parallel in that we don't just call them zombies. We've given them some sort of strange name like walker or crawler or biter or cabane. <laughs> what does cabane translate to? Does it have a translation? Oh, good question. Put you on the spot. I'll carry I on. We'll get back to you on that. <laughs> um, and <laughs> our main boy, Ikoma, I- I- he uh, has developed his own weaponry. He's developed this like steam powered projectile that i'm still not sure how it actually works um that he uses to destroy you have to sort of destroy the heart to kill these things or remove the head remove the head and i'm just getting flashbacks to sean of the dead um removing the head or destroying the brain um oh wow what a film what a great film you've got red in you um there is a lot of red in this show um that we will get to. Um, so, Ikema is quite moralistic. He wants to do the right thing. He wants to make sure that he can defend everyone um, 
in his city and his the place where he lives and he wants to fight against the uh cab cabernet i've forgotten already cabernet. cabane cabane um, cabaret hello my baby hello my honey <laughs> god we're tangenting fast this week um <laughs> And then on, we'll, we'll get back on the laser focus. I found what kibane means. It yes. uh, comes from a Japanese word meaning corpse. Appropriate. Yeah. Very mm. good. And carbonare, kaminari, oh God. Cabinari is like a mixed reading of corpse and hito, which means human. So it's taking the kanji for both and kind of smashing them together to create what we find later on in the show. Right. I guess knowing that, um, if if you speak Japanese or kanji and you know that going in, you kind of know where the show's going. <laughs> um, <laughs> Straight off the bat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> spoilers, like, guys, come on. Yeah, spoilers in the title. It's like so. Basically, our main guy is fight. It, it gets bitten when he's fighting one of these things, and when you get bitten, it's basically deemed as you, that's game it. over. You, game over. Um, and we see some incidences that we'll get into later that illustrate this very well. And then he somehow and we'll get into that as well it's gets out so of metal it. He, he gets out of that and manages to stem the virus or stem the the curse or whatever and he now becomes a cabanari uh, no mm. cabanari which is half human half cabane and he now has the strength of a caban- cabane and the mind of a human yep. and that's basically the plot of the first three episodes he's basically shunned from society um and it's him trying to regain their trust to him understand this new situation Mm -hmm. because he didn't even know this was a thing um so he was like all up for killing himself um it's 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 a it's a mind there's so much stuff to talk to unpick in this i think we need to sort of get into it more because um yeah the, the plot is only part of part of what goes on here there's so much world building and so much stuff that um you really need to see the first three episodes to get a full understanding of what's going on here i think i'm glad that you mentioned the world building because that's something that i was quite impressed with with this show Um, it uh, does it does a lot of show don't tell it does a lot of stuff where details are kind of mentioned in passing or glossed over and you don't feel like you're lost like they mentioned right at the beginning, oh, the train's not slowing down. Does that mean the station's fallen? And then immediately it's like, okay, I get and I understand what's happened now. And that first like body hitting the train sets you up to be like, all oh, right, okay. So there's stations. Usually you stop off and resupply here, but they're not. They're not got time to because whatever's happening outside has affected it. There's yeah. the little technical details, like the fact that the steam engineers doubles as the cleanup crew. And you see like all the different pistons and stuff moving around and everybody working together. The systems of like checking for bites. So much of this society is shown to you within these first three episodes, Mm. even within the first episode itself, really. Before the everything just gets upended, you get you see just enough to see what normal life is like before it's all upended very, very quickly. Yeah, I I mean, normal life is pretty upended anyway. Yeah, exactly. Sitting in these walled cities waiting for the time. I mean, the Cabanari to come and get you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, the world building is, is insane. When I first saw this, when I first saw the main city, um, when they arrived there, um, I was sort of like, Sam is going to love this because it, it reminds me of Final Fantasy. It's like this yeah. big walled, uh, city that's got some, got like some rundown bits, but it's got like it all cum- cumulates, cumulate. 
Cumulates. 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 Fucking hell. Wow. <laughs> Who's mispronouncing their U's now, Will? God damn it. Got him. Yeah. But yeah it so- all builds up to like the where the high class and the ruling elite sit at the yeah. top of the city. It's like um, Iron Town from Mononoke in its final form. Like right, walled yeah. off and just yeah. using tech and billows and steam. And it's cool. I like as well, it's set during the Industrial Revolution of Japan. So you've got all this steam tech that's obviously been like hyper-focused into killing the Kabane. Mm. But you still have all these holdovers from the more traditional eras of Japan. So traditionally, in the real world, Japan was only just starting to open up their borders. And that's when all these foreign talents came in to start developing the railroads and bringing them technology and electricity. Mm. So Kabaneri takes place... I guess just after that, so the railway system's been established, electricity is a thing, and but even in the real world, Japan at this time still had lots of holdovers to the old samurai uh, systems of leadership and governance, and they wore the traditional robes and the traditional clothing, they still wield swords, but it's all augmented with this like steam canister weapons that they're using, and I just think it's really a really cool intersection of steampunk and like weeby yeah japan it, well, is very cool <laughs> what what's what's really what what i think it makes it so effective like steampunk's cool anyway but like what this show does brilliantly and this concept does brilliantly is it intertwines it with the, with the real world and the way they do that it makes mm. it feel like it's real it doesn't feel like it's just an add-on to make a cool aesthetic um and it's not like a complete like in uh the case study of vanitas that was very yeah. much a separate world that was sort of didn't really mm. have the same feel as if it was like normal and punk mixed together. Um, this is like, oh wow, this, if the, if timelines had taken a different turn, this could be a possibility. And do you know what this massively reminds me of? It reminds me of your explanation yeah. of Code Geass because the timeline, uh, and there's a massive link there already. Was it the writer? Yeah, or, yeah. Was it the writer or the director? Same writer. Same yeah. writer. Like, that makes perfect sense because you praise that show so much on the way that this almost alternate timeline, if history had gone mm. a slightly different way, then this is what the world would be like. And that's kind of what's Pretty much here. the same here, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even clock onto that. That's a really good observation. Well, you, because, you wouldn't until we until we figured out that it was the same writer as Code Geass. It's like, yeah. wow, okay. Now that now I see what those, you did there. Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got a style. He's got a style, and he sticks to it. It's just like the director. Style. Yeah. So, world building aside, um, we have a colourful crew of characters that we meet, but really the plot is kind of laser focused on Ikuma, who's mm. our protagonist, and the I guess Mume. Mume, who are yeah. two that we spend the most amount of time with. So what were your thoughts on our two cabaneri? <sighs> I mean, Ikome, no, yeah, no, Ikoma. Ikoma, his character design is sick. Like, I, I kept, it's so cool. I kept gushing over it. And I, was, I kept stopping and just being like, that's cool. Like the level of detail they go into with that. Um, and the, the way, the way he sort of just, I didn't even clock. I'm only just clocking this now thinking about it. Cause, cause I didn't think, I don't think originally I was that impressed. And then as it went on and the things happened that caused him to have that particular aesthetic, um, mm. 
that happened so quick. I almost didn't realize what was happening. And now it's yeah. a part of his actual character design. It's like, oh shit. I'm, yeah. So for anyone who hasn't seen the show, he gets bitten and then he goes to very quick, go, goes through a very quick process of trying to stem the flow of the infection, the infection. before it gets to his brain. Um, and he impales himself with rods. Ah, oh, he rivets himself shut. Like yeah. he straps the iron across it. He rivets it into his chest. Then he wraps which doesn't work. his neck. Which doesn't work because it keeps spreading. He then wraps a belt around his neck and attaches himself to like a piston, which yeah. almost tears him in half to tighten the belt enough around his neck to completely shut off the artery, which they speak about earlier in the episode. Mm. Like they mentioned about the spread and how it didn't reach up. I mean, it's not very believable. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Like the dude's basically like one wrong move there and he's dead <laughs> well yeah but also the fact that you haven't cut off the blood flow because you <laughs> the blood flow is still going to your brain like you can't shut off from the neck down like, like that that's not how bodies work it's not how the heart works <laughs> like, nah dude he sealed off the arteries so therefore the infection could spread also how dumb is it that the infection literally just goes yeah just like, just, just falls disappears. back off of like, him oh oh you, you stopped me at my final hurdle i'll disappear now um goodbye yeah i guess but here's all my power <laughs> i guess i wonder whether that's just symbolic um in that it just sort of settles in rather like because it would look a bit weird if he was purple for the whole show um because because the virus that, is still though. there the infection is still there isn't it um because mm, his heart's still all glowy his heart's still all glowy, and we we learn from Mume later on that um that that she can release more of the infection, I guess. Yeah, um, to give her to superpowers, more power. Yeah. Mm. Honestly, his entire gambit there is the stupidest best idea ever, <laughs> because it the fact that it works makes it the best idea ever. But could you imagine his friend like walking in and finding him just like limply hanging from this? <laughs> thing just well, like if it hadn't worked <laughs> yeah like his head's been ripped off of his body and he's just lying in a pool of his own blood like yeah. what was the plan here this is like <laughs> those stories of like autoerotic asphyxiation yeah. gone wrong oh yeah but it's like the- <laughs> it's like yeah. oh damn it coma didn't know that was what you were into soz yeah i, I do he was so quick to do it i, I it, it'd be interesting mm. and again this is the world building and it's showing not telling and it's sort of um allowing you to realize that this is something he's thought about a lot but he's mm. built this machine to do this <laughs> like i don't think it's that he's built the machine oh, isn't he? i think it's just it, the, the he's not improvising that, he's, that. He, he's he's got like a rig set up in his house to like help build his super gun his steam-powered gun that he's got. Nah, I think this is specifically... That, no, I think this is specifically... <laughs> this is my anti-cabinary machine. Yeah, I think it genuinely is. Like, there's no way he... Man- like, it's, it's mere seconds that he goes through that whole process of riveting himself and strangling himself until the vi- the infection goes away. And then it even detaches, leaving the, the, the chokehold around his neck. And like he, it's got, he like... flicks the switch, to be fair, to well, turn yeah. it off. Well... Uh, yeah okay it's got controls another argument for it being fit for purpose like i i don't know it's, it seems to have like footholds as well that keep him from squirming it, it seems it seems yeah, very just kind of it is weird spilled. that he's got so much bondage gear like readily available 
yeah maybe maybe he's just so used to being in this position that that's why it came so natural <laughs> he was like i knew this would come to help me someday i told Perfect. you mom it was just training um <laughs> goes back to the training yeah. arc and it just gets really really dark um oh no <laughs> yeah I, I like you though i saw his character design shift and i'd forgotten that he starts off with just like normal brown hair and i in my notes yeah I wrote, um Oh yeah, I really like that he's got this like really fluffy hair and he's wearing glasses and he's an engineer. He's not just like the most powerful soldier or a soldier who really wants to do stuff. Like he's using his skill set to try and fight in his own way, which is developing this weapon. And then when he gains the powers of a cabinary, he's still he's good, but as Mume says, like she could beat his ass 10 days <laughs> yeah. out of 7. Like yeah he's not trained to fight because that's what he's never had to do that all he's done all he knows is how to use his brain yeah. so it's really interesting having that starting point and that being his limiter so that gives him a natural way to grow and get stronger as he just learns basic combat skills but also starting him off with a unique advantage in his weapons and his intelligence so i quite like that as a dynamic yeah no i think that's cool um can we talk about him being a bit erin yeagery <laughs> oh yeah like his motivation is garbage. He literally says, I will kill them all or something like that mm. to that effect. And I was just thinking, yes, you will kill all the Titans, Aaron Yeager. Um, that's his <laughs> I will kill them all. The Titans, right? <laughs> Rumbling. The, the Titans, right? Who knows? Spoilers out of context. Um, Anyway, uh, back. Oh, so where? What was I? What I was going to say something uh, particular about his character. Um, oh, can we talk about his best moment as a character? What What's his best moment in these first three episodes for him? Is it where he just goes, "Fuck all of you! Yes. I'm going to survive anyone. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to die, but I'm going to die saving you, just so that you know that you're terrible people." Yeah, and I'm going to laugh at you from the afterlife. It's, it's like, so badass. It's so, it's so such sick. A, such a good scene. He's just like, yeah, you keep watching. You keep watching. You watch me save your asses while you stay all safe on your little train and I'll laugh at you from the afterlife. It's great. Oh, it's oh. raw, man. It's so it's raw. Just, it's brutal. And, it's, and just, it's nice, again, because we don't typically see that in these shows. Even Erin was like we can do this guys we're gonna be best friends forever before he ha gets like eaten by the titan in episode he, five he, he doesn't give up like this guy does because aaron even when he is dead he's almost like the other way even when he is being chomped down by a by a titan he's still he's still going his friends well he's no he he's still st thinks he can do it yeah he's still resolute he's like i will do this and and that's powerful in its own way he's rising up from the ashes he's like trying to he's 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 trying mm. to uh He's, he's beaten and he's down, yet he can still get up and fight. Um, whereas this, uh, Ica, Ica, oh, I can never remember. Ikoma, Ikoma, um, is he's done and he's given up. He's he's basically yes. said, "I'm doing this and that's it." I'm, he, he's he's become cynical. He's like, "Fuck you guys, I'm done, <laughs> I'm out," and he just breaks down and cries on the platform as they drive off. Man, on the train. you guys suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, and yeah, even when his friend throws in that wire. Like in any Which other stays anime, there it's far too long. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. It stays on the platform way too it long. He even starts moving away and then 
Mume just picks it up. And yeah, it's just, like, it's just stood there with it. Why is it not? Why, is, it. <laughs> why is she not being pulled? <laughs> I do like that she just clips him in and then just lets him get dragged <laughs> like for a good like ten meters behind the train before he yeah. gets winched on board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a great scene. Um, Mume then, badass Mikasa, two point Yeah, yeah, it or is, Levi it, maybe. It, yeah, it's and probably- I hate to keep drawing comparisons, but. They're there. Yeah. They're, they're, they're there to be drawn. Um, I th- yeah, she's very cool. Again, character design's pretty cutesy, but edgy. Mm. Um, the weird I up actually. The character designer. I thought it looked familiar, and the character designer for this uh, designed a lot of stuff for Macross, which is one of my favorite mech series. Oh. And he, the artist has a very particular habit of drawing his female characters with very detailed eyes, but they're quite small versus like a bunch of the male cast tend to have very wide eyes and very simple insides. Right. And that kind of threw me off whenever I saw the princess and the and Mume because there was just something that a little bit different about <laughs> yeah. all the women. <laughs> well, let's cut that out. <laughs> I'm going to slice that up. It's a weirdly it's a weird design choice from to take. It's it's not bad. I like women. <laughs> There's just something weird about all the women. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't put my finger on it. Uh, um, yeah, no, that's that, that's cool. I think, um, what was I going to say about her? I don't know. Oh, going back to the whole asphyxiation thing. Like, if nice. it, we talked about his collar not it's scientifically being able to stem the flow there's no way her tiny little bit of thread her tiny little bit of string is able to stem the flow any like what unless it's like some magic like a placebo yeah like it's a really weird example of 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 that in effect it's it's like oh let's make it cutesy but not even give a shit let's just call it out like (laughs) it clearly doesn't work all the stuff that we've already established just falls to the wayside. Yeah. Cute ribbon. Here you go. Interesting though, isn't it? Mm. It's an interesting way to take it because if, you, if you're going to have it as such a flimsy piece of cloth that stops this flow that's clearly not believable, why put it in in the first place? Well, does it, I guess maybe does it need to be that it's um, fully stopping the, the flow? Because after Ikoma does his whole big thing, he's not wearing the collar anymore, is he? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, I'm sure he's got the collar on permanently, hasn't he? Maybe. Don't know. That's an interesting one. I mean, I assumed he had. Because I I thought that he'd taken it off because he stopped the virus reaching his brain and then like it it's not gonna keep affecting him, so he takes it he takes it off, maybe. I'm not sure. Let me Ecoma. Activating furious Google mode. I mean, he's yeah. In in all the images, he's oh, there's one there where he hasn't with short hair, but that's late ages on. No, he has because he's got it on in the scene when they're on the outside. Yeah, I can see it now. He's got all of his yeah. He's gimped up in pretty much every photo. (laughs) Oh my god, I feel like spoilers, massive spoilers here. (laughs) I am gonna stop. (laughs) What? (laughs) Stop looking at Google images. Um, I have to say though, like looking. Looking at his images here, just to like try and figure out whether he was wearing the collar or not, it is a pretty good design. It's awesome. Like that hair changing to look like more yellowed and dead, and then like the shock of the the bleached white at the front, and the fact that yeah. he still has his dumb 
monocle glasses on. Yeah. Oh, oh it's very it's cool. Um, the, very nice. Uh, it, the, there's obviously more questions than answers in these first three, I think, but the, his skin, skin is quite yellowed as well. Uh, whereas, yeah. um, Mume, is it Mume? Yeah. Yeah. Mume isn't. And they're Seems both supposed normal. to be, yeah, they're supposed to be the same race or species. Um, Mm. maybe the maybe, maybe there is maybe there's different types um like the armored okay. cabinary <laughs> yeah well the colossal cabinary well my prediction is that she was oh. born like this ah that's my prediction uh, so maybe, she's like a natural because we saw a pregnant ah we saw a pregnant lady who turned into a cabinet a, a cabane 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 yeah um and we don't, uh, we were assuming the baby's dead because like she chopped off the woman's head and, oh no, she pierced her chest with the uh, dual swords. Um, That's some quite significant force trauma damage to yeah, her she, internal organs. She is not getting up. Um, she's going to feel that in the morning. Um, <laughs> but the, but the baby we're assuming is dead. But regardless, there's a possibility that you could get pregnant, be a cab- cabana. Cabane and Cabane, have a baby and then that, still give birth. Yeah, so mm. potentially she was, and that's why she doesn't need to stem the flow. She's just got that there as like a, 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 a self-imposed limiter. Yeah. Um, mm. Whereas he has been infected and found a way to manufacture becoming a cabanare. Um, mm. That's my prediction of the week. Interesting. It's been quite a while since I've watched this, so I can't remember the specifics. Oh, so. right, cool. I'd, I'd have to go back and check. I kind of want to rewatch the movies mm. and then the sequel. We'll see. You haven't got time. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm glad you mentioned the death of that pregnant lady because um, I want to talk to you about the gore in yes. this uh, series because right from the get-go, it yeah. is remarkably bloody. Like the, remarkably one of the very bloody first and scenes. intense. But yeah, go on. Mm. What do you want to? What do you want to bring up first? That bit where the very start on the train and yeah. one of the cabane reaches through and grabs this woman by the head and it starts just tearing just tearing hair her from scalp. her scalp yeah it's awful it's it's brutal Ugh. like i sort of saw the hair grab and i thought okay grabbing the hair very it's it's going to go one of two ways here i just didn't expect it to be that graphic with the ripping that of brutal. the scalp um because usually it cuts away doesn't it yeah like, it cuts it cut away, away it pulls out um so and and oh, no, you or, see strands you, yeah because because i was thinking because that's actually something that could be criticized in other shows for not doing that when when people do grab their hair in sort of pure anger and rage you you almost expect them to rip the hair you know like you're not going to let go in that situation mm. they're not going to let go without being forced to and they're going to pull. And that will cause the hair to rip. And if you cut away, and if you try and play it off that you don't see that, it's sort of like, okay, we're going for a certain time. It dampens the impact of it. It dampens the impact of it. Here, they're like not pulling any punches. You see it, and it is very visceral. You hear it's almost, you can hear it as well, can't you? You can hear the tearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not nice. And like the, it doesn't let up there. And it continues to get progressively more gory as the episodes go on like we get a man's hand that gets bitten into and you see a bit of bone yeah blood is freely flowing in the first episode we get the hair ripping we get the guy who gets bitten and needs to kill himself the suicide suicide bag holy crap like they're just like do it do it now and he's like 
what? Like, I mean, I know I need to. I'm clearly, but like, do you have mm. to be so ruthless? That's really interesting as well, because again, that speaks back to the setting of the show in terms of at this time that the law of or like the code, I guess, that Samurai followed of Bushido was still yes. very prevalent. So it's this idea that well, I don't he's even, been infected. I guess, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess it is. Uh, do you mean like the honor side of it? It's the honor side. It's like you're going to die an honorable death by using this suicide. Like so. In Japan, you've got seppuku, which is where the, they stab themselves in the stomach and then somebody else takes the head. But because of the need of this world for you to be able to react quickly to being bitten, the whole fact that you've, they've managed to use this part of the honor system to develop a tool that allows them to maintain their honor whilst also acting quickly instead of making a big ceremony about it and having the dishonorment speaks to just the thought that's gone into it. Like... Mm. It's very Japanese. Like in any other show, it would just be, oh, if it was like this cabinary of the Americas, it would just be like one of the soldiers would shoot them. But do you here, reckon? Do you reckon? I, 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 I disagree. I think, I think it's. You think the bag would, is an inevitability? I think it is because it's, it's basically your self isolation for COVID. It's, you can't, you've got <laughs> really? to. What were you doing in your self isolation? This, apparently. <laughs> Manufacturing um, explosives. What? Shut up. um anyway um because you've got to self-regulate you can't trust other people to do it for you that's my point because but at the end of the day anybody's going to try and fight that right so it's a very japanese thing for the people to self-sacrifice in that way and to actually pull the string on the back dude i was self-sacrificing i wasn't allowed to go outside i wasn't allowed to go to the shops when i had covid shut up (laughs) shut up (laughs) no i I know it's a ridiculous comparison but it's it's just the fact that the the only the thing is in westerns yes you might have someone there ready to take the shot if need be but the fact Mm -hmm. is you could be attacked by a cabana cabane at any point and you're not going to have yeah. people there so to stem the flow to stem the people spreading the virus you kill yourself so that you're then not going to affect other people you sacrifice yourself to stop that happening and because you, you're not always going to be with people people might not do uh, it i'm not saying people are going to do it that, yeah i'm not saying people are going to do it but i'm saying it's an mm. inevitable like um stopper that you would put in as a government as a society to say look mm. we hope no one d- has to do this if you but, want, if you want to go down other routes, if you want to, if, if if people have to kill you, then so be it. But, but the options there, the options yeah, there to I, try and help society. Yeah, I feel like the use of it and and how liberal it seems to be across yes, these few that's, episodes is very Japanese. I agree because I th- I'm not so taking many that away from it. But yeah. zombie movies, you have the guy who hides the bite and the person who right, pretends yeah. they're not infected, and even in this show, you see. Yeah, like you see that the, the pregnant lady, she does mm. that, and somebody else does it as well. But all the soldiers who are fighting are all ready to just immediately do it. Like they have yeah. that sense of honor. Yeah, um, you, but yeah. but again, you see that doubt in his eyes, and it's mm. it's that brutality, and that that's what's what I think is very Japanese because the guards that are pointing the guns at him are very much like, "Do this for your honor," and they're not they're not even considering the fact that he might not want to kill himself. It's sort of yeah. like, just do it now. Stop being a pussy. Do it. And he's just like, mm. all right, I'm gonna, but can you not just give me a minute to compose myself and like maybe say a few <laughs> kind words? Like, 
give this letter to my mum? Like, I, d- I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, like just have some yeah. compassion in that moment. But it's almost flipped. And like the compassion is do this, you will be rewarded in your afterlife or whatever the reason, yeah. whatever the r- rule r- reason is for. You won't be disgraced. Yeah. And you'll be seen as like a proper warrior. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Mm, very. Yeah, so we Very see. Tough. So we see him kill himself in the first episode. We see blows his entire rib cage off. It's insane. The explosion seems very large as well. It's like, um, guys, take a step back, maybe. But then later <laughs> on, they, later on, we see it's like, a lot smaller. It's a lot smaller, and we see him have to do it to his sister. Oh, dude, the oh brutality of like this world is so. It's like it's dialed up to eleven. Like the fact that he has to sit there and kill his sister. And again, oh, I, and a, I cannot imagine. Again, the similarities with Attack on Titan. When like those first few episodes of Attack on Titan, when we when you see the wall crash and you see people being crushed by the rubble and you see people being chomped head. Mm-hmm. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, sorry. You, you froze. You see people being chomped, and cho- crushed. chomped um, devoured, and you see his mother get eaten, and it's all oh. it's 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 almost direct parallels because you see the train crash through the the wall and you see the blood mm. of the civilians and the people that are there you see them get eaten by all of the zombie uh, all of the cabane and then you see him have to kill his own sister there are a lot of parallels there with that sort of extreme that moment, viewership yeah. uh, viewership uh, extreme watchability I, I, I don't know whatever um so we see the murder... Wait, what have I written here? The murder of a guy who wasn't... Oh, yeah, the murder of the guy who wasn't a cabane. The guy oh, the yeah. guy on the train. Like, that's all in episode one. Like, And that's yeah. where we first see um, Aaron stand up for what he believes in. Yes, I said Yeah, that. Coma <laughs> tried... Like, it's nice to see him standing up to officials who just want to shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. But even after he stands up and he's proven to be right after having the seven shades of shit kicked out of him the, the guards still don't show any remorse they just walk away and the body's cleared up it's this is a brutal world where anybody can seemingly die at any moment and hope is in short supply like another great world building moment is when or character building moment i should say is when the initial attack begins and the samurai are holding out the lord's palace and the princess character um is kind of coming to oversee the fighting one of the guards gets pulled over the side and gets like mauled by a yeah, swarm yeah, of yeah, the yeah. cabane and as he falls over the princess shouts the guy's name and then he shouts back like oh your highness or my ladyship or whatever and that's just a really nice moment to show that she cares enough about each individual member of her team that this is actually really personally affecting for her and that she is a above average or at least a more compassionate leader for it that's that i mean i I think we get we get that through other things as well so i think you're right but there's also it also adds that element that potentially it's quite a um what's the what's the word uh for like a small staff it's quite skeleton staff like everyone might know everyone it's quite it's not Mm. like they've got hordes and hordes of soldiers that they can just pull out at any time it's they know these people on an individual level because they're so depleted and so that's all who's left yeah 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 there's a lot of dads that die in this show at least two we get uh princess girl's dad yeah and mume's dad 
Is it Mume? Is, is it his dad? Is it her dad? Oh, the priest. Oh, he's the. Oh, no, I thought that was. I'm. Sh- I thought that was her dad. Might have been. I think it is because I, she. Refer- he's only on screen for like two minutes. Yeah, she refers. She makes a line on the platform when they first see him, like, "Oh, my dad taught me this." So I assumed that was. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it's just mm. a priest, look, priest guarding, sort of a guardianship sort of thing, uh, looking after her. But he gets infected, doesn't he? And he has to use the suicide, suicide bag. Yeah. To much less dramatic effect than the first guy. The first guy's yeah. suicide bag pops with like all the bombast of like a Michael Bay film. And the second one's just like a really quiet. Boom, yeah. And then he's just gone. There is there is a bit of um, irregular irregularity with that as well because the first one makes it seem like you you need you can't be close to it because it's an explosion. It will mm. it will kill you. The second one sort of goes against that and then when we see him do it to his sister it's like oh you can actually do this to someone else so it's mm. an outward force the actual device doesn't explode it does an outward force shoot something yeah like we didn't speak about this and the reason it needs to be so explosive in the suicide box is because of the unique zombie feature of the cabane which All is right. the fact that their hearts have an, a little iron cage around it um, right I think that's really interesting in terms of like monster design because it make it adds that extra hard element of killing them. You've got to have high piercing rounds to get to the heart. Yeah. But also, they're my least favorite type of zombie because they can run <laughs> and, and they can jump. Mm. And some of them can jump and yeet themselves with such force that they break trains, water tanks, which yeah. was a glorious moment. But terrifying. These these are like World War Z zombies. Yeah. If they were like ninety percent more durable and harder to kill. Yeah. Is um this is this is kind of like what they are in um Maze Runner. I'm sure that's what they become towards the end of Maze Runner. Um mm-hmm. have you seen I've never seen the end of it. I've seen up to where they were running through the desert, which I think is maybe the yeah. second one. Yeah, so I'm sure they've got like some really intense zombies in there. And I think I'm going from the books more than, I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, so your least favorite kind of zombie. Yeah, but that's the thing, isn't it? This, this is what people always say. And the, the, the debate of t- what a zombie is and stuff. Like, at the end of the day, as when these aren't called zombies, the, mm. the, that we're calling the them zombies because they are different that there are different there are similarities between zombies and these but like mm-hmm. and, and again it's like people going oh twilight isn't real vampires like not that i'm defending twilight but you can have your own interpretations of uh, on things just because it's different doesn't mean that it's um as it's not the like if all all of like there's only so many stories you can tell if the villain is always mm-hmm. exactly the same so of course um, a zombie yeah these aren't tradition what's a traditional zombie what is- who's yeah, to wow. say who's to say plumbing the depths <laughs> yeah I, I i mean there are yeah, traditional I, zombies but- there's similarities and whatever but i i think as a creature and as a, a new style of monster i think it's a really refreshing if terrifying spin on the zombie formula like the fact that it's molten iron there's like they are so aggressive like it's very interesting Mm. versus something like 28 days later where it's just everyone's really angry and if you get bitten by an angry person you're gonna get really angry do you know what another comparison another another example of where this kind of creature is i am legend 
Oh yeah, with the day the Nightwalkers. Is that what they're called? I don't know. They yeah, they can only. I'm come like seventy percent confident. It's a fair amount. Um. Because they, they actually do the same sort of thing, don't they? they? I'm sure there's a moment where they like repeatedly bang into something to break into some break into the house. Like they constantly just yeah. attack hurl themselves, hurl themselves at, the, at the house. Yeah, the, the last one as well, right himself. in the basement, he like smashed, the leader's like smashing himself into the bulletproof glass yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Brutal. Um, so yeah, it's a really graphic and brutal show. It doesn't pull any punches um probably more graphic than attack on titan and attack on titan was bad um in those yeah i think attack on titan's gotten progressively more gory as the series has gone on like this most recent series is horrific in what it's able to show but this kind of cabinary comes out of the gate swinging with Mm. a lot more but it's also darker isn't it like i think the um lighting and the atmosphere and things that yeah whereas whereas early on in attack on titan at least you had the sun at least it was still a, yes. a, a glorious day. Um, <laughs> a fun, sunny day to be fighting Titans. Yeah. Whereas here, everything is either twilight or nighttime. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you want? Anything else you want to talk about? A uh, brief shout out to the animation. Uh, Wit Studio are pretty good at this kind of stuff, but there's a few moments of particular badassery. We've got Mume's. Uh, assault on the city which is quite well done i liked how the train was handled it was 3d but mm. i didn't really notice it like much i and i think that that works to its advantage as well like having this big behemoth of moving parts yeah. and steam and interlocking pieces works in 3d um and in general i think everything everything's on model we said the character designs are nice and everything moves quite a lot so big ups to the animation yeah um there's a there's a bit when uh the, the another another example of the brutality of this world is when um Ikome, Ikome? um Ikoma. Ikoma. Why do I, I can never remember names. Ikoma um gets thrown off the train for the first time oh, when they yeah. like that whole brutal scene Shot through the high <laughs> But like he's he's saved them like both of them have saved them and they find out and they, and that just goes to the world building doesn't it it goes to yeah setting this up as there is no comeback there is no come back once you once you've become cabane you ain't coming back you ain't a part of society anymore kill yourself mm. go die fuck you all and yeah. that's that's the message that's given all the way through and even when he's talking to them and he's having that open conversation and he's he's like on board with it he's like yeah i'm, I'm a cabane now like i'm cabane you got you you do what you got to hey. do okay me, cabane. <laughs> i should have the piston at the other cabane i'm a cabane <laughs> um yeah, so it's 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 just another example of how brutal it is. How does episode three work? Because I've, I've, writ- I've written the ending to episode three and I was like... Cause Epic I remember- cliffhanger. Yeah, there was, it was a really good cliffhanger, but I can't remember what it was. <laughs> what happened to the episode? <laughs> Do you remember? So episode three is Ikoma's training and they're on the train itself. And we start to see kind of the idiots that are always in every kind of zombie movie say we should stop the train so that i can bury the dead like, oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah maybe not a good idea so there's a lot of like kind of inter-train politicking and then mume kills smells the cabane on the train yeah she kills the pregnant lady uh, that's at the very end so at the very end there's like 
the sect that wanted to stop the train also want to kill Ikoma yeah. for being a cabinary. Yeah. So they go to do it, but then the princess intercepts them. She stabs him instead. Yeah, he grabs to kind of the show knife. her resolve. He lets her stab her. Yeah. Everybody else gives up. And then meanwhile, the pregnant lady has transformed into the Kabane. Kabane and both Mume and Ikoma are having blood hunger pangs. Oh, yeah. And yes. also Mume is just super casual. She just goes like, oh yeah, give me some blood. Yeah. Which that's, I think is quite a nice. That, that was that yeah, that was the um the bit that I couldn't remember, the blood. Yeah. Mm. I, I was and like, it ends oh with God. Ikoma about to bite the princess. Yeah. Which is a, I think is a pretty good cliffhanger. It's a, it's a hell of a good cliffhanger because we didn't even we didn't even consider that beforehand. Well, I didn't. I'm sure some people did. How do these uh Ikoma survive? Um how how do they gain sustenance? Uh, I wasn't thinking oh, anything like eat? that. They're dead. Um <laughs> Yeah, so it's a really nice sort of another another level to the mm-hmm. whole situation. Um, we haven't talked about OP and ED. Oh, I mean, o- okay. My opinion is yeah. that OP is weak. It's, is it? It's not great. Oh. like, see, my biggest criticism comes from the fact that they've stuck a sapia filler on it. They've stuck a sapia filter on it, mm. and basically sapia. then just gone sapia. Sepia. 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 Oh, I don't sepia, know. I'm just criticizing. Fist off your face. <laughs> um, they've put this like nostalgic filter on it, and then they've just run with clips of the show. There's no like unique intro animation to this. It's a really nice song. It's appropriately kind of epic, and it's even called like Cabinary yeah. of the Iron Fortress. But... I didn't. I never felt like the music synced up with what was happening on the screen. It's just a lot of pretty cuts from yeah, the show. It is. It is. There are some bits like there's some like kaleidoscopic visuals towards the end. I think with like the purples and reds. I can't really remember exactly what happens, but I'm sure it like breaks up the image and stuff. And there's some. There's a bit, but again, it's breaking up an image of something that's going to happen in the show or has happened in the show. Yeah, I just I, like, feel like I did they... like the song. I like and and again the mm. OP reminded me of. Attack on Titan because they do that in a lot of their OPs. Let's be honest, there's a, a, a there's there's a lot of mm, fight scenes. Yeah, but that's all unique to the OP in Attack on Titan. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Aside for, aside from this season, uh, final season part two, where there's a bunch of clips of the Titans fighting in Trust. Yeah. Most of the other OPs use original footage for, okay. for their openings. All right. Well, I'll yeah. take your word on that. Ed, uh, I, I give it getting a bitten by a cabane out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I give it a, um, we, I give it a train <laughs> knocking down cabane. Oh God, out of ten. Oh, yeah. It does the job. Overall positive. <laughs> it does the but job. But kind of hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It does the job, like but it's it. messy. What did you think of the ED then? Um, I thought that was not great, to be honest. I didn't really yes, like the it's garbage. The visuals were poor, and the music reminds me of like nineties boy band sort of. And even though it's not a boy band, I think it might be a girl group. I don't know. Um, it's got a good drop, has it? I liked when the chorus kicked in, but that's the only positive thing that I can say about the ED. Mm, fair. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a 
hey, we've got a chokehold stopping the flow of a virus out of 10 because it's it's the best of a bad situation. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'll give it getting dragged behind the Iron Fortress on a tow wire out of 10. Yeah. I mean, for him, in that situation, I guess it's more inconvenience than anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's inconvenient that I've got to listen to it every yeah, time, yeah. see it every time, and just skip that shit. Can I just point out the fact that you may. I, I watched this in sub. Oh, really? Yeah. Fair because enough. Amazon Prime had it, or, but they only had oh. it in sub. Um, and I was like... I, really? That's yeah. interesting. And I, where, where else could I have watched it? Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd have had to have the high seas, I think. Yo, ho, diddly do. Because... Do what you want, because a pirate is... Because it was there on Funimation and didn't have any videos. And... Oh, uh, yeah, I think the license ran out. I think Amazon worked with Wit to make it, maybe. I could be talking out of my ass, but okay. I'm pretty sure that it was like an Amazon exclusive for a while. And then Amazon had two versions. They had one with English dub with no videos, and then one, oh. then the version with... Um, Yes, yeah, yeah, had two titles. Maybe the license they, ran out. Yeah, but they do that with loads of stuff. Amazon, like, there's loads of shows on there. It's like, hey, look at this great show. Not available. What do you mean it's not available? Oh. It's just not available. And it's it, dumb. sometimes it's country orientated, but sometimes it just doesn't seem to explain why. It's just like we've got this th- thing here with pretty artwork and it, a list of all the episodes, oh. and you can't watch them. Maybe yeah. So maybe it's like it's um, licensed just for America. Maybe. That sucks. Mm, it does. Um, Ridiculous. Anything else before we move on to the big questions? I think I'm. Pretty... I think we can move on. I'm pretty cool. happy. Right. Oh, just to say, um, Sawano kills it with the soundtrack. There's like when Mume is running through the city and doing her big Cabanari killing spree. The song yeah. in the background is awesome, and he gets another one. I think there's a second one that kicks in when during the scene where Ikoma is like shouting that he hates the world mm. again another sawano track plays underneath and he's got such a way with working with build-ups and vocals that like match what's going on on the screen and really elevating it and making it better so just big props to that love yeah. his work my other shout out is to uh ikoma's best friend um ned oh dude's a trooper <laughs> it's basically ned from spider-man um oh bit, God, when, when they when, the chair. when they when they react there's this tiny bit of levity that this show truly needs um when he sort of says i killed a cabane and they're both like oh ah. <laughs> and they're just shouting at each other it's so nice it's and then he's just like oh yeah moment. i got bitten and he's like wait what <laughs> yeah run that back a sec yeah uh, it just reminded me of the uh, of ned dropping the death star in um <laughs> spider-man it's just that bit like oh um yeah it's good uh okay let's get into the three questions so let's do it okay so concept and execution i mean i thought like this this show is pretty fucking awesome the concept is zombie apocalypse let's fight them they're unique zombies uh it's a unique world it's a unique setting i can't really see any negatives to the concept Apart from the fact that it's another zombie. Uh, yeah, I also, I guess, the because this came out in 2016, that was like during the Great Titan drought. So <laughs> Attack on Titan was on the way back mm. after having four years off after it launched in 2012. So the wow. comparisons between Titan and Cabaneri 
were rife. And I think that if you've already seen Titan, and I know that the whole concept here is like we're showing it to a total noob, but if you're familiar with Attack on Titan, I think that you might get some similar vibes. Yeah, possibly fatigue because it's another survival story where you've got to have the special half-breed who's going to save the world and he's misunderstood and there's prejudice and there's politicking and there's walled cities. But this time, there's a train. And they're not huge. They're average height. They're regular size, but (laughs) really fast and angry and there's lots of blood. So I think that a comment could be made, especially because it's from the same director as Titan, that he's maybe his method of direction has drawn parallels where maybe there mightn't have been before. They're tightened. But I don't think that's... <laughs> but, um, but I don't think that it's a massive demerit in this show's case. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's an interesting debate, isn't it? And I think for some people that will be enough to turn them off. Um, because we made... I made similar claims when we talked about Blame and The Matrix. And even that, yeah. well, those weren't really f- justified because Blame came before matrix but even as a viewer having been exposed to all the matrix stuff that was really hard mm. for me to sort of then engage with blame um, yeah or but even blame like the one that we blam blah blah blam blah 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 blam <laughs> but even the blame that we watched came out in a post matrix world so the yeah, exactly. influence was probably deeply ingrained there in yeah. terms of what you saw out of it yeah mm. okay it's, a, it's it is an interesting point but i still think i, I think the execution Again, especially if you're showing it to a noob, I think the execution does enough for the concept to hold mm-hmm. um, hold true. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So turn off. Yeah, so turn off. Then that's a big one, isn't it? That idea that um, yeah, it's based a lot, a lot of the good points, a lot of the good parts of the show have already been done in a massive behemoth of a show, and could just be yeah. re- regurgitating the same premises and stuff. It would be really interesting to find the one person who watched Cabinary of the Iron Fortress before Attack on Titan and see, like, if they're just sitting there just being like, oh my god, Attack on Titan is such a rip-off of Cabinary. You guys don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I guess the gore's another turn-off. Yes, absolutely. The brutalness of this world, as it is in Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. um, the, the, that sort of pull no punches, show no mercy, we're going to kill ourselves to save humanity yeah it's brutal Mm. you know we're gonna kill a pregnant lady through the chest yeah like wielding dual swords kirito which admittedly does look very cool yeah so does the rule of cool offset the horrific atrocities that are being committed here it's it's not it doesn't have that level of cool (laughs) it doesn't have definitely not Um, and i think that's something else as well with with cabinary this might just be, be me personally, but I feel like there's something missing. Like it, it has everything that is on paper should be good. The same writer as Code Gears, the director of Death Note and Attack on Titan, Sawano doing the music, Wit Studio doing the animation. But there's just, I don't know, there's something there that makes it feel almost like the anime version <laughs> of a made-for-TV zombie flick. It's like it doesn't break any new ground. Mm. Is yeah, it's is, just is, is I, I, I is it the bigger picture? Um, at the minute, there are no real clues, or it doesn't really seem to be going down the line of 
Like, like you want, you want, you want something that's going to be bigger than just the zombie. I've been, um, I've been looking at some, uh, I've been reading a book called, uh, Save the Cat. Um, it's, 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 it's a, it's a how to write a novel book. And it's a really well known, mm-hmm. uh, book. And one of the things they say is that you've got your A storyline and your B storyline. And your A storyline mm-hmm. is sort of on the surface, what's going on. And then your B storyline is sort of this, deeper meaning this sort of long-term goal that's the drive of the main character and at the minute i don't Mm. know whether we've got that at the minute it just seems to be we're going to stop the we're going to defeat all these bad guys Um, but it's not even that like everybody else's motivation at the moment is just to get to the safest city in japan the only maybe longer term goal that we see is ikoma's want to eradicate everything and that's just so pathetically infeasible like when at you, this point in the story when you compare it, it, it I, go on go on mm-hmm. sorry i was just gonna i was just gonna say when you compare it to attack on attack on titan at the beginning your a plot is we need to destroy all the titans but then you get the b plot is the unfair the no is the unfair treatment of society and this this mm sort of um almost holocaust uh reference sort of situation where you've got uh is it where you're trying to save a society and try and make make peace between two enemy states and i don't know there's a lot i'm not doing but even then that comes in so much later into titan like initially it's revenge against the titans but also there's a big spooky secret in the basement like yeah. for the fir- the whole first yeah, season, exactly. but then there's like a C plot, which is like, oh no, then there's these aberrant titans, and then the D plot of like, oh, there's politics going on in the background. But but, but Cabanari so far is just because they're on the train and what, survive. What those B, C, and D plots do is they they alert us to more a, a deep a deeper sort of plot going on. Like they're all part of the same plot, but they're drip mm. fe- they're they're drip feeding. Um, clues as to the bigger picture and this yeah. whole other fourth season that is to come. Mm. Whereas I think your criticism for this potentially is that this doesn't have seem to have a deeper level at this stage. It's just let's kill all the zombies. It's just yeah. surface level. Let's just do it like this. Yeah, because again, to make yet another comparison to Titan, like the way that all of those subplots come together and so radically shift the entire direction of the story is like masterful mm. whereas here i don't know it doesn't see, because it's an alternate history because it's zombies because of whatever i feel like they've kind of pigeonholed themselves into oh we'll just tell a really schlocky trashy zombie film i i think it falls for me maybe into the same category as sword art where it's like it's fast food anime it's it's entertaining it's got all the things that make it very entertaining, but I don't think there's anything of big substance there. And that's I, not a harsh I, criticism. Disagree? I, I strongly disagree. I strongly oh. disagree. I think if you watch the first three episodes of Attack on Titan, it is, I'm going to kill all the Titans. These Titans Titans are attacking our city. Uh, we don't know where the Titans come from. Yeah, there's some curiosity there, but we don't know how these things... We know it's not a curse. We don't know how these zombies have come. And I think the the brilliance with this show is the stuff we talked about earlier. It's that world building, the showing, not telling. And it's that Mm -hmm. 
you know, he, he, we've now got a, a, a new thing that we're going to learn along with our viewer, with, with the characters. We're going to learn about how these things work. And that comes a lot later in Titan because yeah. all, all the way through episode three in Titan, as far as I can remember, we don't, we, I think we get the attack on Tross. No, wherever Aaron is, is that Tross? Yeah, try, yeah, because by the time we get to episode three, he's part of the survey corps and he has his gear. I think episode three ends yeah. with the Colossus reappearing. Yeah. So, it, but it's still all the same. It's still very, very surface level. It's still right. Aaron's job is to kill all the Titans. He's now in the survey corps and it could just turn into a military. We're going to destroy all the mm. Titans. It's going to be strategic. Titan of the week. Yeah. Mm. Um, whereas this, I think very quickly, it feels raw it feels like yeah that yes there is a lot of it it, it 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 is just a gritty zombie thing but i think they've done such a good job of creating these characters with i don't know i i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say i just feel i feel like there's more to it than like we don't yeah. know we don't know where these zombies came from we don't know how what the rule is with this um cabinari cabinari um mix we don't know how it's going to play out. Well, like we've just got this this teaser with the hunger, and is yeah. is is our main character actually about to devour the princess? Um, what's the rest of the world looking like? Again, that yeah. that was something Titan did really well at withholding, and we don't know what the rest of the world looks like. For all we know, this is um, a well, uh, an I Am Legend situation where this this is the last bastion of human hope and survival maybe potentially or it could be the complete opposite whereas this has been closed off to contain the virus on mm. on an island of japan or whatever you know japan sort of yeah closed off and Known the rest of the world is fine borders yeah like i think there is plenty to play with and i think you're you may be coming at it from a point of view of having seen the show and knowing where it, where it potentially goes because up until this point i was really intrigued as to where it could possibly go i think there are a lot of threads left open at this stage mm. um i will say in, in non-spoilery terms there are lots of interesting ways in which they take the plot and they handle certain things there especially in terms of like that curious uh nature that you describe of what's happening in the world and how these characters are reacting to it um so, yeah, you've kind of turned me around a bit here in terms of like the way that you've explained it. And I think that just leads me to ask, does that make you want to watch more? Yeah, I want to watch more. I really like this. I thought it's cool. I thought the animation was cool. I thought the character designs were awesome. I thought the character development and uh, there were unique moments like his despair on the platform. Um, that was mm. great character writing. And we don't often see, and his willingness to I just sacrifice himself. He was, he was just like, "Kill me!" Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't a "kill me in battle." I'm going to die in battle. It was, I'm infected. Just kill me now. Just do it. Just get rid of me. Yeah, um, yeah. I think there was mm. enough about this that hooks me in and makes me want to watch more. Yeah, I mean, I'd agree. Like earlier in the episode, I said that I really wanted to go back and watch the compilation movies and the sequel movie again um, because I think it is maybe for me it might just be uh fast food anime and i can watch it every now and then but the more that i think about it after i finished the series i then watched the compilation movies again with perry who's been on the podcast before go check out our uh is it a zombie episode 
to hear from him on his anime opinions. But I have watched this series through maybe three times. So there's definitely something there. Yeah. I just yeah, can't exactly. put my finger on it. Maybe I've just, maybe I've just not found it yet. Maybe like that's what compels me to go back to it. Like I, I'm viewing it as fast food when really maybe I should be paying more attention. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But no, I think if, if you think that it's compelling and good, then I think that, yeah, it should go into the anniversary. Okay. Brilliant. Right. Um, well done to Cabaneri of the Iron Fortress. Um, you guys, where is the Iron Fortress? Is that the place we see? It's the train. Oh, it's the train. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. Um, well done to Cabaneri. You have got into the Anniverse. We think that you're suitable to show a noob, despite your gore, despite your um, brutalness and uh, lack of pulling punches, you've managed to get into the Anniverse. So well done to you. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. We, Me and Sam are going to have a very brief catch-up uh, in Slice of Life, where we talk about other things we've been doing this week. Um, if you're not sticking around for that, well done for getting this far um, and listening to our ramblings and our debates. I hope that uh, <laughs> they were interesting to you. Um, let us know what you think about Cabaneri um, in the, not the comments, because this isn't a YouTube thing, uh, In <laughs> uh, on Instagram, on Twitter. Hit us up at Gateway to the Anniverse um, or Gateway TTA on Twitter. Um, and send, send us an, an email, email at gateway to the anniverse at gmail.com. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you've been watching. Let us know what you want us to watch. Let us know if there's anything in particular that you want to show me, um, or Sam. Sam's seen a lot, but there's definitely stuff out there he hasn't. Um, do it. Surprise me. You can't find an anime that I haven't watched. <laughs> you can't do it. That's my challenge to you, listeners. <laughs> And make sure you tell a friend if you think there's someone you want to get into anime, let them listen to the podcast. See if I can convince them as a noob myself. Um, see if I can do a job of giving them a show to watch. Um, okay. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Very nice. And here for a super brief slice of life because surprisingly, yeah. talking about weird metal zombies took way longer than yeah. either of us i think anticipated it did which, which is good yeah it's always good when the content is about the show we're talking about um yeah true after that tangential start <laughs> so uh, what have you been up to this week will um honestly i haven't got that much to say i i've continued with avatar um i'm Very nice I'm, and I, I love it so much saka is i'm so, so glad so good like the comedy is just. Did you, wait, point. did you just say soccer is so? Good? Yeah, yeah. I fucking told you. Yeah. Conversion to the Church of Soccer. Yeah, he is amazing. I mean, to be fair, it was very early on that you asked me that question in in the show. He is so. He good. is obnoxious at the start. He what? He is obnoxious at the start. Like he's just like the kind of yeah poo pooer. Uh, he is sees the negative and everything, but like I think he has one of the best arcs in terms of like seeing how he learns different styles and he's got his boomerang and he's always quipping and he's just a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. But he's st standing next to the actual avatar. It's great. Oh, he's so good. He's so down to earth. Like, I just I just watched, I think it was yesterday or something, the episode where he gets stuck in the hole and he has the, oh, yeah. the cute little thing that he's trying to eat <laughs> and he's just like 
like uh trying to debate with not debate he's trying to negotiate with it he's then like negotiate with some higher being and he's just like all right yeah you're cute all right i won't eat meat anymore and then as soon as he gets out the hole he's like have you got any meat it's just like completely <laughs> he's just completely abandoned yeah oh he's so good he is what what book are you on now are you still book two yeah i think i'm uh episode like 14 or 15 of book two um nice. i think we are well what, what what where are we i think he's He's learned how to, we've got, we've got, um, earthbending girl with us. Tough. Yeah. She's, Tough. she's very good as well. I like her. Um, she's amazing. I liked her training arc as well. Like the, the thing is, there's so much, so much depth to these characters. Like that, that it's not, it's not a kid's show. Like I just don't see it as a kid's show. It's not, it's not the same level as like the other cartoons. It's SpongeBob not, or something. Well, even like Pokemon. Pokemon is so, so you cannot sit and watch episode after episode of pokemon every episode is the same arc ash doesn't develop at all the other two Mm. no one develops like in their character arcs and it's all just monster of the week this genuinely has like we had a bit um in in some of the episodes of avatar that the side quests like the the way who's the who's the fire guy that's Zuko. Zuko. His arc, man. Oh, his arc. I love Zuko. He's, it's so good. Like he's, at the minute he's like oh. beaten and downtrodden and he's like, he's, and we've got, even got an arc of tertiary characters. We've got the, the guy in the woods that like, um, who destroyed the dam to flood the village of the, Oh, was that uh, Jet? Jet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jet's come back into it. And he's like, yeah. I know that I've done things in my past that I'm not proud of. He doesn't tell him what, but he's like, you can see that his arc is changing. And like, he's back in it with Zuko for some reason as this like <laughs> yeah. weird side story. It's not what's meant in children's binge watching five second attention it's Saturday span. morning cartoon, right? Yeah. It's, meant, it's, it's got enough depth to actually the characters persist outside of their story arcs. Yeah. Like even we've not seen Jet for however long, but he, there's clearly been a shift in him. The is it the Kiboshi Warriors? Yes. Who come back into yeah, it every no, no. now and then. Is it the girl that um Saka's in love with or not in love with because yeah. she died. But the other one that he had a thing with. Um uh, yeah, who teaches him how to use the like the fan dance. She's just come it into it again and like the whole episode he's there trying to protect her, and it turns out the only reason she came was to protect him. And it's like this weird yeah. rever- reversal of characters, and he's like, Oh, okay. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I know you can look after yourself. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And uh she ends up having to save the day or whatever, and yeah brilliant brilliant show it's just good it's yeah. just good just, tv just good tv um, and it just makes me laugh it's so funny it's <laughs> so good what about you what you what have you been up to well firstly i'm just really happy to see that you're so excited <laughs> and happy about something it's just really really refreshing and nice i'm like oh look at him he's whoa, 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 whoa. What he's are, enjoying me what are you, what are you saying such, are you saying that I'm, i've I'm not ne- seen you this passionate about something <laughs> since harry potter like <laughs> this is your new potter for a new world. Dude, you realise we did... Every single week, we are gushing about Attack on Titan and the... Also true. <laughs> Titan is... Four. But, yeah. like, yeah, it's yeah. good. No, it's uh, fair. It's fair. For, for me, though, what am I doing? What have I been doing? Uh, One Piece, my great One Piece journey. I am on episode 956, which means I only That's... have about 60 episodes you left. You have trooped through that. That has gone so... You've gone through that so quick. Are you watching I am it daily? More One Piece than man. Are you yeah. reading or watching? Sorry, 
Uh, so I've read all of it. Oh, right, I read okay. it, and I, I, I'm up to date weekly. Oh, so, right, okay. but I know broad strokes of what's happening. I also used uh, One Pace, which is the uh, the sped up version, which cuts out all the filler to make it more palatable um, and to kind of get you up to date as fast as possible. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, when I'm pl- like if I'm playing a game or if I'm doing grinding or I'm like doing some other task, like if I'm grinding out my gacha games or I'm doing levels in a jrpg yeah. i'll have it, an episode on the background yeah, yeah and like my japanese is just good enough that i know the broad strokes of what's happening and oh. then when something i don't understand goes i can just glance up and read the subs so that's really impressive i'm like too i, I like to lie to myself and say that i'm using it as a study tool but actually i'm mostly just using it to try and catch up to the weekly oh yeah i'm in the wano arc it, 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 it can have multi it can be multi-purpose like i think that's definitely going to help your japanese like oh, definitely like yeah. i'm i can understand more or less what the intent of the characters is by the few keywords that i can pick out so that's <laughs> well, you get, i nice can i can tell that from just their tone of voice that's how i used to watch bill and ben uh, brilliant um other than that this week uh, elden ring that was came two out. Brit- the, m- two of the most british pop culture references <laughs> we could have possibly <laughs> <laughs> bill and ben the flower pot man a morph god damn it <laughs> anyway go on uh yeah elden ring came out this week and t- to uh celebrate and to uh get really ready for it is that i bought the game uh, and then I've chosen not to play it because I'm playing Demon Souls, which came out two years ago by the same <laughs> developer, which I have had sitting there for two years, d- gathering that. dust. So I'm my plan is to beat Demon Souls, ha ha ha, good luck, <laughs> um, and then pick up Elden Ring after all the hypes died down. I also t- just today uh, Ludwig has been streaming. He's been streaming Elden Ring. And I dropped in uh, just before the podcast whilst I, was, whilst I was waiting for you. Yeah. And he'd been fighting this boss for four hours. And wow. Like, he, so the stream is called, the stream ends when I beat Elden Ring. He's been going for three days. Oh my God. So he, he takes breaks to sleep for like eight hours and then he wakes up and he just jumps back into it. Wow. So, is it, so, so the stream is still live when he's sleeping. Yeah, oh, so like wow. the chat can control like the the lights and stuff, and he switches the stream over to other streamers to kind of like big them up and do stuff like that. And as I was tuned in, as I was waiting for you, he beat the boss, oh, and wow. I was like the the rush of euphoria. I yeah. was like, I was here, <laughs> I was here when he beat the boss because <laughs> when I tuned in, he didn't speak for like thirty minutes. He was just in complete focus mode. Oh, wow. And then he started playing One Piece music in the background. And then he fucking won. I was like, yo, let's go. It was so hype. Oh, my God. The the level of nerd that you are expulsing right now is... Uh, I know. I'm fanboying, weird. nerding, and also other unmentionables at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it for me. Awesome. All right, we will uh, leave the podcast there, guys. Thank you for listening and for indulging in our Thank you very much. Uh, ramblings of two madmen from across the country. Across the country? Across the world. Across, across the, the globe. globe. I mean, the world mm. and the globe. Are the, same. <laughs> the globe isn't a step up from world. <laughs> I don't know. Globe sounds a bit more like, you know, yeah, high class. High class, it does. Okay. Anyway, thank you, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you. <laughs> <laughs>
see you next week. <laughs>